Episode 215 Above Ground Podcast. Never underestimate the power of you. Disclaimer. The hosts of this podcast, Timothy Patrick and Will Foley, are by no means medical professionals. However, having lived experience with mental illness themselves, they have gained useful perspectives on common mental health issues that some of us struggle to overcome on a daily basis. By sharing their stories, they hope to create connection. By creating connection, they hope to help you find your purpose. And through purpose... We can all begin to build the foundation for positive mental health. This is Above Ground Podcast. Coming at you live with real conversations about mental health from the perspective, it's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now your hosts, TPP and Will Foley. Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 215 of Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground Podcast. Because you can't serve below. No, you cannot. That's right, TPP. You cannot serve below. What's going on, buddy? How are you doing? My throat. My throat's going on. Your throat? Your throat is on fire? It's not on fire. It's just annoying. All right. (laughs) Allergy season. That's what summertime does to you. But something else. Have you been talking a lot lately? Have you been discussing things lately? Have you been out there talking about the power of you? I haven't. Not enough. Not enough. That's right. (laughs) This week's episode, uh, we're going to talk about Timmy's book. Uh, Timmy was like, I'm so happy and proud of a man. He... Like, of course, I didn't know he was writing a book. It just kind of happened. And then he said, I, I mean, got a book. I, I didn't you know? really. I just, yeah. But, I didn't you know, that's anybody. how he is, though. He doesn't tell you anything. So oh, Jesus <laughs> I write a book and he's making it about him. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Don't make it about me. No, I, I you know, to be honest with you, it, it was, it was kind of like, I knew what I was doing, but I was just so in the process that I didn't really think of the end result. And I'm like, I never said to myself, I'm going to do it like, like until like a two weeks before, like I wasn't like, this is definitely going to happen. So that's, well, let's start there then. Yeah. Cause I didn't even like do the, the promo thing that's for right. it. Cause we just kind of started in, but as the process, was this a process that unfolded out of like something that you had learned coming from your therapy was this were these some of the tools that you were using with your DBT therapy after yes, your Yeah, I think so. I think y- it was cuz you talked about journaling a lot. It was so. definitely journaling. It came a lot, a lot of it came from journaling. So <clears throat> you know what you've always said get it, you know, get it out of your head and you know, get it on paper. It just helps. And um sometimes you you know, you just don't really know what you don't sit down and go, I'm going to write. It just kind of comes out sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't come out. And that's what I mean. A lot of this stuff really was, it was a journal. It wasn't, like, really, you couldn't, like, put things together and read it as, like, paragraphs. It was just more like. So it wasn't, like, a step-by-step process. No, no. Because no. I, as looking through it and reading it and seeing the stuff in it, there's some, like, cool stuff in there about, like, things to do with your senses, which we'll mm-hmm. get to later. But. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't envision it being like a, it's cause it's definitely not a step-by-step thing anyway. And none of this is no. cause we've always talked about, right. this is fluid. This, right. you and, just like everything else. And in fact, I think I even like, I, I emphasize in the book, like, you know, try these things, but don't, you know, 
don't take my word for it or or don't just stick to these things. There's no set rules, you know, and some of these things, if you find, you know, your your five or six things that you go to and you incorporate them into a daily routine, they could change down the road. You know, don't be like, well, these are it and, and this is concrete. If you find new things that are better for you in that moment, it, you know, if your life changes in four years, then incorporate those. But the end goal is to, you know, create some joy and peace in your life. So whatever it is that does that, that's what you need to hold on to. Was this a process of you? Did you create joy for yourself out of this? Or has yeah. this actually brought on more anxiety? No, it, it, it did in the beginning just because of my own, you know, you're like the slew of is it good enough or, you know, I can't believe I'm really going to like put this out there. And then you don't think of it until somebody reads it and then they go, wow, like, I would have never known that about you or whatever. And then you're like, oh, yeah, like, I put that in there. <laughs> so it's like, it's a little bit, um, it was a little bit anxiety-inducing in the beginning. But it's like, um, I don't know. I it, I think the, the part that, it, like you were saying, it just helped me. It helped me further my healing, and it just helped bring me it helped bring me back to that creative side of things of just creating and i think that was the cool part was taking all this journaling and like finding pieces expanding on them and then finding more important key things and putting it in in some kind of order you know that's cool that part was fun like piecing together a song Right. I was going to say, was it for you? Was it like that? Mm -hmm. Was it musical like that where it was like you were hitting mm -hmm. certain passages where. Okay. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So yep. I got to ask this question because this just came to mind and you'll probably like this just because you might. May, and maybe not. Maybe you hadn't thought about it. Maybe you did. What was your soundtrack during all of this? Did you have a soundtrack during this? Or, or are you not able to access things with other noise? You know, um, I don't think I can really pinpoint one thing. I I think there was a slew of things. I think it was it was it wasn't just music, but I think it was experiences. You know, and I think you know, even with even with now with the podcast, you know, sometimes I'll take inspiration from music or from songs, but sometimes I'll be watching a movie. And I'll hear a line, and that'll create this idea for a, a new meme, for a design, you know? So it's like sometimes it's a movie. Sometimes um, there wasn't like a strict playlist, though, no. Um, nothing really pops out, believe it or not. I think it was just kind of... Uh, I think there was a time where I would come home once it like started to kind of... Um, you could kind of see this 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 thing forming. I would come home and not really like obviously not turn the TV on or any music or anything and just try to try to kind of focus on, on this and like like almost like I guess like clay and, and, and play with it like clay and keep folding it and manipulating it and, and is this cool or maybe this how should I say this? And a lot of the those designs that you know, I make for us are sort of part of this too, because that's where it like stemmed from like all oh, that stuff. 
you know, that's where, like, I was taking these little things that I was writing, just little pieces, and then I'd be like, I'd put it out there, and I'd read it again, read it, and, I, and then in my head, I'd be like, well, I could actually probably expand on this, you know, it's not just like a two or three sentence thing, I think there's more to it than that. So that's where that, like, that incorporated in there as well. I see the correlation of the art throughout, and I know that you had Phil Montalone. Is that how you pronounce Mont? Yeah, Montalone. Yeah, you know what? I'm sorry, Phil. Phil. Yeah. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> I was going to murder that name, man. I apologize, dude. Yeah. Um, but he had done some art in there, and you, you're talking about inspiration from other stuff, mm-hmm. and that is important when you're an artist. What is your biggest inspiration? In general or from, the, like... In, like, where do you find inspiration on a day-to-day just to keep going? Uh, well, you know, and I, I think... It's funny you say that because I never, like... I think I did it, and, you know, maybe unconsciously, but consciously, I don't know. But um, there's quotes um, before each each chapter, and I think those are some of the quotes that are have have been there for me, have gotten me through. And like, um, you know, just uh, one of them says, health is not valued till sickness comes. You know, and, and, and these quotes are, are, some of them are, you know, extremely old quotes, but it, that holds so true today. Like, if that doesn't, you know, speak volumes, you know what I mean? You don't realize it until you're sick. And then you go, oh, geez, you know. Um and I think the you know, in the beginning, I was really, really into Buddhism and, you know, trying to consume as much of it as I could. And, and um, again, a quote from Buddha is, suffering is not holding you, you are holding suffering. You know, stuff like that just kind of made sense to me. Um, so I think, you know, I think I've learned that hearing people's stories, you know, maybe listening to some motivational and inspirational speeches, you know, of people that have overcome, like, great adversity is an inspiration for me. You know, people that, I guess, face fear, because this was kind of a fear thing for me um, to do just because it was like, in the book I talk about the brain gremlins and how they basically you know, are, are there to kind of um, screw everything up for you, you know, as a gremlin does. And um, so it was like, in, in a sense, like me actually following through with it was selfish in a way because it was for me. It was me to to silence those gremlins and say, hey, you know what? You can keep talking, but I'm going to do this. And and here, I did it. Like, here it is. It's it's done. Like, I, I did it. I followed through and I did this. So it's like a, it's one of those, we talked um, a few weeks ago on like self-love. It's one of those steps of, of, um, of just kind of taking that small risk. And then when you do it and accomplish it, you go, okay, that's like a, that's a little bit bigger step. Like, you know, you feel like you've, uh, you know, it's, you set a goal and you, and you achieve that goal, whatever that is. And, and to me, that is success. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not 10,000 followers. It's not, you know, um, being a millionaire. It's, 
it's it's setting a goal, whatever it is that you may want to do, and actually achieving that goal. Very cool. You see, we all possess the ability to be the captain of our vessel and choose what and what not to prioritize. I would not consider this to be a regular old self-help book. I, th I like to think of it more as a help yourself book. I love that line. Thank you. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> what other help yourself, like what help yourself books did you use as a, as some of your education? I mean, I know you've mentioned Carolyn Leaf in here and James oh. Clear and, and I uh, think Dr. J Joe Dispenza and yeah, stuff, but. Um, the Four Agreements is, is usually like one of the biggest ones for me. Um, it's kind of like rules for life for me. <laughs> Those four agreements are just once you realize what they are and 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 are aware enough to how much they pop up and how much they can either be helpful or unhelpful in your life, it's it's like oh wow you know these are these are important things you know. So um, that uh, definitely uh, Joe Dispenza. Um, I think it was like breaking breaking the habit of being you might be the name of it. Sometimes that's a habit we can all break. <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's about you know it it's it those those things gave me I guess some hope and inspiration. Like you know instead of saying like oh well you know what I have depression or this is just the way I am. Like, I, I, I hate when fucking people say that. Like, this is just the way I am, whatever. Like, okay, it is, and and you're probably right. You're probably not going to dramatically change from that, but you can improve. And if and if you, if you're like, well, if this is the way I am, and it's causing you suffering, you can decrease some of that suffering. It's not, like, there's nothing set in stone, you know what I mean? Like, you can do things to improve or to decrease the suffering and and it's just things that i've learned it's things that i've done so i know that these things truly work and and again just reading other books and and um listening to other people speak that you you see that it's you know there's 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 a lot of truth to it speaking of doing things you talk a lot about the senses mm. and, and, and utilizing your senses as part of your healing. Yeah. Because obviously your senses play a lot in. I mean, obviously we, we think a lot when we see things, smell things, feel things. So right. where did that start from? How did you start to come into the sensory thing being such an integral part of you getting to yourself you know i think it it was for for a long time a part of it i just didn't realize it it was like stuff that you normally would do and you're just you don't you just do it and you then realize like wait a minute this is actually beneficial it almost seems like there could be things in there that you had learned as a kid even yeah because i i recognize this myself yeah. that there was things that my grandmother did when i was growing up that I do now, and if I did them regularly, I would be a fucking powerhouse. 
Cause I like, cause she did. She got up at four every morning. Like it yeah. was just these things, and you don't realize right. how that pattern. So I didn't know if this was some like there were things that you may have learned that you didn't realize that. Oh, um, oh, that was actually good. Yeah, some some things I did, some things I did, but again, I wasn't really mindful of it, and I didn't. You know, early on, I was always like striving for like, well, you know that. You know that can't be the answer. It's got to, you know, you gotta. It's got to be something extravagant. And I think a lot of people have that um, mindset of, of like, well, you know, it can't be that easy. Like, you can't just, you know, be mindful and have that help that much. And yeah, you actually can. <laughs> yeah, it's all. That's what I mean. But, but like, that's the, the thing, though. Being simple, people think it's got to be this complicated, right. convoluted process where it's not. And I think that's kind of the whole. That's actually more like overview of the book. Is it's more of that, uh, you know, a cut away the fat and, and and you know, slice up the the good stuff, and it's like simple. And I think the the again the vision, the hearing, the touch, taste, smell. These are things that most people can do, and most of the time, you don't have to spend any money or anything to do it. You can do them almost anywhere. It's true, too. You and know, like, you probably, just talking about what we were talking about, did you, did you grow up with animals, or were you just always... No, you I never didn't, had animals. But, like, you became I loved an animal. animals. Right. But, I just love them. But you, you grab a cat or a dog and you're petting it, and like you don't realize it, but that's actually soothing you. Oh, very much. You know, yeah, very but much. you may not have realized it at the time. You know, years ago, I don't know. Maybe you did, but like sometimes you don't realize that stuff until <laughs> later on. And then you're like, wait a minute, was that actually? Yeah. And then you know that. Then you look into it more, and it's the connection that's involved, and um, you know, there's a lot of stuff involved, but. You it's, you hit on it, and we hit on it every week. It's right. about connection, and it's what you can connect to. And yeah. connecting to this book is very easy because you make it very easy to follow and and read because it's not really it's not a step by step guide. No, it's it's no. it's it's cool the way you laid it out and stuff. What is out of these senses? Do you find yourself? relying on one thing over another sometimes i mean i know we talk about music all the time so it's that's probably usually hearing for me yeah yeah hearing some you know hearing or smell because um i've noticed that i've oh i've always been a super sensory person but um you know even even like if you have like a house that you know maybe dusty or, or dirty by your own standards or whatever but if you have like um you know some some kind of smell going on or some fresh flowers or something like that, you go in there and you have this, you're like, whoa. And like, you feel like things are clean and they're not dirty or out of place because you're smelling this. Oh, so if you get a, a whiff of something that reminds you of something yeah. fresh and clean, yes. then you're comfortable and it's a yep. calming thing. It's a calming thing. So it's about calming. Yes. What other calming tools do you use besides um, the music and the scent thing? I think breathing for me, um, I like usually do like incorporate like every morning I try to stretch and obviously when I'm stretching, I'm breathing. So I try to, uh, I try to just, you know, five, 10 minutes, you know, it's not much, but I try to, you know, stretch out and just kind of give myself that kind of like that, just the, uh, you know what I mean? Just that sigh of letting things go and, and, um, kind of. It helps me to actually stay in the moment, too, because, 
you know, sometimes you, you wake up already with that impending doom and you don't even know what day it is, but you have that impending doom that's just there. And you're like, and you don't want to put the feet on the floor yet because you know as soon as you do, okay, here, here it goes. It's going to get hard, you know. So if you can take time to before that happens and just breathe and go, like, let me just, like, kind of not even think of anything, you know. And I, I it's funny because I, I use, um, which I know you're a fan of Stranger Things, which, you yeah. know, the, the upside down, when you see Eleven in there, she's, like, usually by herself, and it's, yeah. like, just black. And I always try to picture that, but picture me instead of Eleven, and it's just, like, trying to trying to just clean it out. Clean it out. Cleaning out the Vecna. Just clean out the Vecna. <laughs> to get rid of Vecna and just clean it out and then just, you know, just start fresh. And now your day is, you can start your day and and not be, you know, not have a full mind before the day even starts. That's kind of, you know, and I do little things like, again, these are little things that I've always done, but I didn't realize that they were helpful for me, is I'll put my clothes out at night for the day, you know, for, for the next day, for the morning, you know. I'll put my work clothes out tonight for tomorrow morning. So tomorrow morning is one less thing. Everything's right there. I grab the pile and just... You know? So you've kind of put st- you've kind of put some fail safes in your in you your could, yeah. in your day yes. to say okay I can mitigate yes. my stress mm-hmm. if I just put my clothes out I put the tea bag in the cup get yep. the water in the teapot and get ready in the morning so all I got to do is turn it on yeah. hit the shower and it's going to be done by the time yeah that's good but yeah ha- I think Did you have you, to be we- careful because. You don't want to go through it like a robot either. Well, I'm going to ask you this because I've known you for a very long time, and I've you you and I are a lot alike in a lot of ways. <laughs> so some things are very hard for you to like let go of. Yeah. Have you found it easier since writing the book to be able to let go of things, or are you still rigid when it comes to like certain change and things, or are you finding that no, you I think, can? I think uh, I definitely think I've um, been able to kind of release things easier and just let go in general. Just let go in general easier, and, and you know, certain things. It's like you notice with certain people, like maybe they'll they'll just like, oh, the weather sucks or gas prices are high. It's like for me, I'm like that's not even in my radar. I'm just like. If that's the worst thing, like, right now, great. Like, I just don't, I don't, it's just, like, it's not even in my radar. I just don't care. Like, it just doesn't come into my view because I'm, like, I need gas. I'm just going to buy it because I need it. That's how it is. And you also can afford it. So yeah, you yeah. don't. So you have those, you have, like, you're lucky to have those things yeah. that you've set yourself up with that right. you're fortunate enough to have that allow you to not have to worry about those things that give you the space to work on the other things. Yes. Yeah, and I think I like you said I kind of strategically do these things though. You know, which I've I think I've I've done as a kid to to well, feel right. they seem like survival mechanisms. Right. And right. that's was was the was the book about survival or is it about something else hmm that's a great question I, I don't 
I mean, I guess it could be for some people about survival. I think it's a, I think it's, you know, if I had to guess, I think it would be more of like, I, again, I didn't really set an intention with it. It kind of just was happening. Um, but I, I did want things to be kind of, um, I don't, I can't, for lack of a better word, easy to read and, and put into, um, you know, put into routine or whatever, you know, be able to actually incorporate it into your life. You know, not something like, well, you need to, you know, five steps of, of, you know, you need to get up at three in the morning and do 600 push-ups and run four miles. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I like the way that you kind of said, this is my map. Right. And this is my blue, my, right. my the, blueprint, the blueprint, yeah. but your blueprint's going to be different. Right. And that's what I like about it because it's not like these aren't like, again, that like for us, at least in our conversations over the last four years, what I've found is the more that you learn, the less you actually know because it's just changes things for Cause sure. you, you can look at things a little differently. Yeah. So how does, how is your view of you changed? since this <laughs> um not much unfortunately <laughs> you know i think sometimes it's it's uh sometimes it, it might be a little bit oh, um i don't know maybe i should say maybe i'm a little bit harder on myself now because some people are like oh like you're an author and i'm like no i just i like no i'm not or i just wrote a book I'm like well yeah but you're that you're an author you know, it's like, so I don't like, cause I, in my mind, I'm like, well, geez, if I'm an author, that means like, like th this could be read by somebody and it's got like, it's gotta be good. You know what I mean? But <laughs> if I'm just like, I'm not really a writer. I just write some stuff and, and, you know, keep it like that. Imposter syndrome. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, so we're, we're in the throes of the summer of 2023 and obviously anybody who listens to this show knows who Tim is. Uh, Tim is the former drummer of Section 8, and Section 8 has recently put out Pain is Truth and Nine Ways to Say I Love You on Spotify. Truth, yeah. Uh, and, or... Yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, And... You're right. True story. And how has that process this time around been different for you? Um, I, I, I haven't really had much of a hand in it. So I think, cause normally I would try to be more involved. Um, and I, I'm not intentionally like I'm going to use the word, but like have more control over it, you know? So I think maybe that's part of it is letting go and just like, again, it's, these things are like very low on my radar. Like I, I can't worry about you know, if there's a glitch here or if someone's going to like that, it's like some, as you know, sometimes it's like, I'm just trying to get through my day. You know, some days it's that, like that, that high up there. Like I just, you know, what, I just need to make it through my day. So I can't worry about, you know, if something's going to happen or not happen. It's like, I'm focused on this, you know. But does it give you a sense of accomplishment does it bring up the book or the spotify the spotify because obviously the book is huge but 
having the Spotify brings part of your past back that you can now, with all of your tools and a different outlook, view differently. So I'm kind of curious to know how, after going through the book process, what is it like to see something that you did that long ago kind of come back and say, guess what? We told you this was your legacy, man. You've got to have to face it at some point. You know, I, so, never, I never thought of I never really, I, I never, I never thought to even think about it. Because um, it's, it's still kind of, sort of kind of new as far as being up on, you know, streaming. Yeah, it's only been um, streaming for a couple months, but. It's kind of cool to see. It's kind of cool to, to see actually people still care about it and like enjoy the music and like look forward to it. And. Again, maybe maybe some of the, you know, after the book or when you're into music and you know, you're like, oh, this this song is is important to me. Like, you know what that means. So when someone says that about something that you wrote, it just hits a little harder now. And I'm like, well, then I'm going to stroke your ego then right now. (laughs) The thing is, is that I never realized until I heard it yesterday again on my way into work. No (laughs) No one. And then I was like, because I I, and I said this on my Facebook post that I used to blast that song when I used to work at Northeast One Stop. uh, We were a music distributor and um, uh, on WVCR at lunchtime. They would play like requests, and that song, I swear to Christ, would come on every day. And every day when that song came on, I would hear the intro, and that thing would go all the way to ten, and you would hear that all the way through the warehouse. That's funny. And I, and it, I, but I related to it in a completely different way than I you did. did before. How do you relate to your to your writing? And to hearing those songs, like, how do you relate to your past and your present at the same time? Hmm. Those are good questions. Um, I haven't really given much thought of it. I, I will say, um, I haven't really put much time into, um, pain is truth quite yet. Um, my son, started listening to it and he's actually like very fond of it and he said something to me very cool that was like now i am gonna actually go back and like listen to it because he said he was just saying like oh this is cool and do you remember like what this was like and and this song's awesome why did you know and i and he was like why don't you really seem to like it that much and i was like i don't know it's just it's it's just really old for one, and I'm like, I don't know if it holds up. I'm like, the recording was kind of shitty. You know, we were young. And he and he said, yeah, but you have no problem, like, listening to Black Sabbath or Misfits. That stuff's old, and the recordings aren't the greatest. And I go, yeah. He goes, the songs are just good. And I was like, yeah, you're right. He, and he's right. Like, <laughs> he is right, Because I, 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 like, I, wow. listen, I listen to... I listen to uh, the whole thing yeah. the other day. Yeah. And I was like, wow, man. I'm like, these songs are really good. Can they stand and they do stand the test of time? Hmm. Because they I mean, when you look at the history of the the hard music that we come from and listen mm-hmm. to, like those songs still stand up. They still stand up. Yeah. I, I, I guess I don't I don't know. I just it's I guess I guess I see it differently because I'm maybe you can, you know, 
understand that, I guess. You know, if like somebody hears your song, maybe it's like you you may see it differently because it's yeah. I mean, like if you pull the Freak Nation CD out, like I'll I listen to it, but I hear everything. I hear all the things we didn't fix. I hear all the like <laughs> I hear all of it. Yeah, and but just like you, I've had a different. I've had to come to terms with my feelings about my own legacy. And that is a story for a whole other time. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's still unfolding. Right. Yeah, because yeah. because we have to rectify the past. Because, again, you can, you can run, but you always got to come back to where you start. Because you've got to have a starting point, and your end point is going to be somewhere, but you're always going to end up someplace. Yeah, I think, I, and I don't know if this is kind of where your question was going, but I think, for me... It was like, there's some things that I was like, I felt good about how maybe I handled things or did things because now like that I know better, I can look back on it and go, yeah, some of that stuff was toxic. It was like, I, I'm glad you said the word toxic because I'm actually going to ask you this because it was your reaction to how your son mentioned it. How do you remember all those feelings? Do you remember what was going on? Do you remember the state of mind you were in during the recording of any of that stuff? Do you like have you do you remember that, the story? At like, least do the you... first album I remember being I mean, we were young, but I remember just being like very laid back and just fun. Like there wasn't any pressure and like we didn't really know better to go, like, we got to make sure it's real tight. Like, we probably, I'm sure we did, but we weren't, like, you know, it wasn't, like, very, very picky. Like, the, the second one, the, you know, Nine Ways, the full length, that that was more like you would picture a studio. Like, you, we were in there going, like, Jesus, that's, that could be better. You know, that kind of thing. And, and then, so, unfortunately, because of, you know, money sake and time we weren't really able to do go back and like really perfect it but i mean i'm still happy with it you know there's a couple things that stand out but nothing like you know but i i think for the 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 i don't know i think the the first one was more for some reason the word innocent is coming to my mind it, it was more like just guys that were friends that were like creating music and, and, and putting it out and doing that, you know, not really knowing what they were doing or getting into either. Well, how long was it between the recording of those two? I mean, you had a probably had to have a lot of shows under your belt by then. It was over a little over two. It was over two years. Cause you had to spend, were you playing any of those songs already for the second record before we recorded, before you recorded it? I think we were yeah i think we were maybe yeah two or three yeah yeah cuz there was one of them i believe we kind of like had but then it wasn't like it wasn't full and then when we went in we music wise kind of revamped it and and was like whoa this is it and then casey didn't quite have anything for it and i remember it, it was either late at night or early, early in the morning, and no one was there. It was just him and Tom Case recording, and, and they pounded it out, and we came there to like, well, this is what we tried today. And we were like, 
holy shit, <laughs> like, this is really good. So it was like, it was almost like sort of written in the studio that, you know, for that one. That's so, cool. Yeah. But, you know, it's hard to, with li- with life, you could understand this, but it's hard. Sometimes we let the the shitty negative times overshadow some of the good. Yeah. And we forget about the good. So I don't I don't know if that's how our brains work sometimes, unfortunately. Oh, you I know, think it is. As like a protective yeah, it's a survival thing. Um so so there's you know there's some of that involved. It's just like I don't know, the word petty comes to mind. It's like we're just older now. It's like you know, it'd be nice to have people just kind of like bury the hatchet and go, Hey, you know what? Like this is like cool that we're on Spotify now. Cool. All right. What do you think? Yeah, this is cool. All right. You know what I mean? It is cool. Yeah. It's very cool. It is cool. And it's it and it should be. Yeah. It should be, man. I like I've told you that forever. Like you Yeah, I, I did like I said, I just uh um I kind of let Mike kind of go with it and and um we had talked more about the nine ways. And he was like, I'd like to see how this does before, you know, we put the pain is truth up. And I was like, yeah, just let me know before you do it. And um, and then he like, you know, month or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing it. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like people, you know, according to the Facebook page, like that's what they were asking for is like, when are you going to put the first one on? So, yeah. Good. So it's like, I, I don't know, sounds corny, but like for the fans. So was it Spotify only? Yeah. Okay. But your book, never underestimate the power of you. That's like it's it's. How do you? F- so, what is it like now for you to look back and go, "Wow, I got CDs here, and then I got a book here." Does it matter? No. No. It doesn't. <laughs> I'd love to say it does, but it just doesn't for me. It's like I'm still here. I'm still the same guy. You know, I mean, I'm a little bit more aware now, and I'd, uh, I'd like to say I'm a little bit more regulated now, but, like, it doesn't mean much, you know? I guess until it, until it does, you know, until somebody says, hey, you know, this song saved my life, or, hey, you know what? There's a chapter in this book that I really resonated with, and I learned something, so thank you. And then it does mean something. But, like, just as an everyday thing of, like, yeah, I just... I, you know, it's a book. You know, that's it. It's well, it's not just a book, man. It's yeah. a book that it's a book that you put your heart and soul into. Yeah, it is. And and to tell you the truth, it's awesome to just see. Like it's so cool. That, it is cool. That just like you can't take that away from anybody. You said that before. That right. You can't like you no, put yourself out there. You got to be in the arena. You can right. say anything you want, but you got to be in the arena. Right. I did. That's exactly. And, and that's, you did it. And that's that was. You know, it's funny actually. I didn't even realize it until you just said it. But that was kind of my mantra. Was, um, you know what? I'm I'm doing it. You know, if you're not putting like how many books have you put out or what what have you have for sale on Amazon? Like you know, and it's not about like ooh my ego, but it's just like, you know what? It, I did it. It's like. I, w- I would never have sat there and say, hey, I'm an author, and this is what I'm going to do. It's just, um, you know, it's my thoughts, It's and, and now it's it's on print, and uh, you can't take, you know? 
but you are an author. I mean, yeah, you you put out a record, you're a song like you're a songwriter. Yeah. You put out a book, you're an author. I mean, I I know it's but it's but you, it's uncomfortable for you to uh, probably say right because you could say to somebody else like you're you're a songwriter and you'd put out you know and then but then some were like well you're an excellent songwriter and you're like yeah like you may not take it as 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 well as yeah I don't. Right. I don't. Just like, I mean, I'm just like you yeah. with that. I don't, yeah. I just, yeah okay, all right, dude, whatever. And you're more, really more accomplished with that than I am, for sure. You have way more, you know, music under your belt and and, and more, you know, recently. You, I have, think... you have the legacy that I will never have. And and that, ha that holds weight, though, dude, because I'm going to tell you this. There is something you changed people's lives before you even know you could change your own. Okay? And that is a fact. I know throughout music that there's people that I've touched because people have told me that, and I've experienced that, but I didn't experience it. You have something that a lot of people would kill for. And it's, and it's, and it's awesome because it, you created something you guys all created something that nobody will ever create again. Mm. No, I mean, none of those bands will ever create what they created yeah. then because it was the time, it was the place, and it was all those bands. But because of the legacy that you left behind, like that, that is that is shit you cannot take away. Mm. And you would definitely probably have some hand in some of these bands now. Because there's no doubt about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like, and the, the great thing is, is that, like, you're still here, man. You you didn't choose to end your life when you could have. Mm -hmm. And you got to the point of realizing how important it is to put yourself out there. Because your book, you, you're a little bit more vulnerable in your book than yeah. you are yeah. normally. <laughs> And, that, and that's what I meant. Like once you start, you know, once you sold a couple copies, and and people are like, oh wow, I didn't know that. And then you're like, and then you realize that, like, oh yeah, wait a minute, shit. Like I did put that, like that's out there now, and you read it. So, but you know, I, I you know, you're the you're the master of quam for for me with that stuff is is being vulnerable and, and telling your story. And it's like, um, I've seen you know you do it numerous times, and I've seen people like in the moment get inspired by your story and, and, and amazed and, and, and curious, you know? So it's, um, you know, as, as we come to learn is vulner vulnerability is, is the real strength. It's true, raw strength, power that you have to be vulnerable. Yeah, it can be. And it takes practice and it, sometimes it takes a little not giving a fuck what anybody thinks. And, yeah. And yeah. it also, but it, I, it hurts. Oh yeah, it hurts. But that's what I'm saying. That's why it's to me it's strength. It's it's mass courage to, you know, whether or not you're shaking, whether or not your voice cracks, you're doing it and you did it. And that's to me in my book that's huge. Like anybody that can do that is because as you know, you know what I mean. If you've done it, you you know it's a it's a big it's a big deal. It is. You know, and you're doing it also to not necessarily put yourself out there, but to, to get information out there that could possibly, um, you know, give somebody some hope, 
or give somebody a tool or or some kind of inspiration or motivation or something to hold on to, even if it's for a day. Like, that's huge, you know? I got to share this, though, because... Uh, Timmy's book is available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also available at the Sages Circle in Glenville, and I believe it's still available at the Stuyvesant Bookhouse in Stuyvesant Plaza. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Amazon, he's got some great reviews, man. And I got I got to read this one because this is this is awesome. This is like the first review that actually, well, the first review that's on my page anyway. It's a five star review, and it says one of the most useful books ever written. Not only is this book an insight into the depths of mental wellness, it has great pieces of graphic art inserted throughout. You can really tell of the thought and patience taken by the author. So it goes to show that you doing this, you putting those things together for yourself, that's how we really create change. And we do it, man. Hmm. We change ourselves. We... we we put it out there and and we do it. And I guess you don't. Yeah, you don't realize those those little things of of in that nature of you know because that was the part for me that I really enjoyed was I knew like I wanted this illustration here and I knew I wanted to put quotes and I knew I wanted to do the the chapters um, related to music. You know what I mean? Each chapter is either a song or you know I got into the void and they kind of go you know it kind of matches up with the chapter you know chapter six is pain is truth mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah there we go you know chapter five is beneath the remains right you know right. i think i was talking about the blueprints and going through all the the wreckage and um stuff like that you know so uh, yeah and routine maintenance which isn't a song but i that was routine maintenance part for me was um that was more of like I think everybody's got their own thing and and their staple, and I think routine maintenance is is kind of mine because it's, you know, I'm sure people have talked about it, but maybe in a different way and called it something different. So I feel like that was a little bit special, uh, specifically for me. You know, the routine maintenance part. You know, I was I was kind of proud with that. You know, like and and I feel strongly like that's what we need to do is routine maintenance. It's, you know, we're not we're not being proactive at all when we don't do these things you're right and i think that's the way to do it i want to read another review because this one's great man truly valuable reading material really wonderfully written book that helps you look at all those things that might bring you some form of hardship from another perspective provides valuable tools and insights author has a really great Great way of relating to his reader in a way that seems both genuine and compassionate with a true desire to help others. Would make a great addition to any help yourself library, (laughs) as the writer calls it, or meaningful gift for a friend or loved one. Yes, meaningful gift for friend or loved one and very helpful for your help yourself library. Because yeah. we, we've talked about this before about, and as when Timmy put it down on paper, it was great to see it like written out, help yourself. Because we've talked about it in the past, it's self, self-help books. It's a lot of the same information. But I think we've, we hit on this before about keeping things simple. Mm. And maybe it's so simple because that, you, like, that, we, just, it, right, that like, we just question it. Yeah. And I think more, I, I really tried to emphasize that like you read that little piece about the the being the captain it's like we all we're all 
able to be the captain of our own vessel. It's like we have that opportunity, if you want to call it that, and and to just do it, to just take that seat and like you're in charge. You you decide. Write down what you want to like where you see yourself, where you want to see yourself, and then figure out what the steps include to get there and the habits that you're going to have to incorporate to get through those steps to get to that next point, you know, kind of strategically. It's all about putting the putting the map together, right? Yeah. Taking the yeah. treasure map and right. hitting the dots and, you okay, need, there's the connection, there's yeah, the connection, there's need, the connection. You need some kind of, again, building, building a house, you know, you need blueprints. You know, you need to figure out what's going to work, what's not going to work, what's going to sustain, what's going to withhold, and what's not. Withhold as far as... Withstand. With, I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say withhold. You, know, you don't want your house to withhold anything yeah, from you. No, you no, withstand, withstand. My bad. <laughs> I should have known. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, withstand. I don't know what I was... Uh, I, I think I looked at something. Well, judging from your book, you can withstand a lot. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that's the one thing about Above Ground Podcast. You can withstand a lot more than you give yourself credit for, and and you should give yourself more credit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy that. So yeah, you yeah. should you should buy that, and you you everyone out there should go out and buy the book if you haven't bought it already. The link will be in the bio, as I think Will usually puts it in there. Yeah, um, link will be in the show notes. Your local, go get it. The Sages Circle. Yeah, Sages Circle, Stuyvesant Bookhouse, and Stuyvesant Plaza in Albany and Western Ave. Um, also, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon's the easiest way to do it if yeah. you're out of town or whatever, or or if you see us at an event. Well, then you can get a copy then for, for, right from the author. Right from the author. He may be leaving an autographer for you. He might. And take a picture with your baby. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so until you see us the next time and take pictures with your babies, get well. (laughs) Be safe. Stay (laughs) above. Thank you for giving us a listen. New episodes every Wednesday. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can share, rate, review, and even subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Other ways to support the show? Follow us on social media. Share the content. Share our episodes. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash above ground pod. For further concerns, show ideas, or just to say hi, you can email us at abovegroundpodcast at gmail. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting mental health. Keep the conversation going and stay above.